Hello, baby. I was crazy once. I'm thinking of a number. Welcome to the second episode of the year, everyone. Whoa. That's right. That's right. Because it's the second episode of the year. You know what that means. We're going to start introducing all of our big changes that we're going to start making. That's right. Um, we, we've seen what's gone viral on Instagram and TikTok. And yeah. I think I think what we're going to do is we're going to have the, uh, uh, the at whatever uh, style podcast from now on. Where we're going to okay. have a big background. We're always going to have like 30 people on. And we're just going to be uh, only focusing on red pill stuff from now on. That's we're That's all right. going to be a red pill podcast. That's going to be our new content. No what about one of our hosts is going to be a lady who's just inexplicably wearing like uh, the the pointy German uh, World War One helmets. Oh yeah, is the uh, what do you pickle, call it? like pickle the... something? <laughs> yeah, what do you call those? I remember like were those practical? I don't know. Like, I think yeah. only officers. Uh, it's a, a pickle haub. I think. Uh, anyway, is that actually, is that a real podcast, or is that one of the things where they just record, like, 30-second clips and put them on Instagram and pretend to be a full, full-length full thing? What, what, I, what I love about the TikTok stuff is, um, is like, why, why, why do these influencer, like, hustle guys always wake up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning? You know, it's like, I'm up at 4, have I'm, I'm, I'm out here re- reading the, two books at the same have time. Have you ever seen the Mark Wahlberg schedule? No. No, no. What's the Mark Wahlberg schedule? Well, his is crazy because he also he does like the. I'm gonna try to pull it up. He he does the like. I wake up. I, I just googled Mike Wahlberg, which is a secret. Um, other Wahlberg uh, brother. But <laughs> anyway, um, so his schedule is weird because like most of the time, if someone's waking up that early, I assume it's because they want more time in the day, right? You want to yeah. have more time to be productive. He does not. Makes sense. Uh, oh. Because his bedtime, well, he, he, well, actually, I haven't done the math on this. His wake up time, two thirty <laughs> okay. in the morning. That's so that's, that's how crazy. he starts out. Mark, Marky Mark. I'm just gonna read crazy, through dude. this. This is because okay, this is the new, you know, podcast format. We're gonna be talking about that's this right. kind of stuff. So yeah. his typical daily schedule: two thirty, wake up; two forty-five, yeah. prayer time. That's important. Um, <laughs> Three fifteen, breakfast. Got to get that in at some point. Three forty okay. to five fifteen, workout. And then 5.30 a.m. post-workout meal. He's like a hobbit having second breakfast out second here. Second breakfast. Uh, 6 a.m. shower. Can't have a stinky Wahlberg. Uh, yeah. 7.30. That's a long shower, by the way. An hour and a half right there. He only has half an hour to eat his meal and then an hour and a half afterwards. Uh, and then 7.30, golf. God, you gotta. He's lucky he loves golf. He hits, the, he hits the green every day, according to the schedule. 8 a.m. Snack. That's also allotted. He has an hour and a half for snack time, which personally, I think I need to start adopting that. I don't know if I'm going to adopt everything, but an hour and a half for snack time every day seems pretty good to me. Yep. Well, uh, adopt anyway. everything. What are you, uh, 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 Angelina Jolie? I'm Angelina Jolie. That's remember, right. remember those jokes about her adopting a bunch of kids? That, that's right. She did adopt yeah. a bunch of kids. Salt. Um, is she a spy? Is she not a spy? I don't know what that movie's about. Anyway, uh, eight thir- at, at, uh, after an hour and a half of snack time at 9.30 a.m., he goes in the cryo chamber recovery. He's in there with Walt Disney. The he's, cryo he's freezing chamber. himself. Um, oh, my then, God. Hold on. Best part. 
Up next, it's a snack time again. He can't he can't okay. help himself. He's, he's going to, back he's to the Oreos. Eat. Does he does he say what his snack is? No, it's just yeah. snack. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm yeah, assuming it, it's like probably just like chicken cubes or something, but I like to imagine he's like the, digging. And into and, some and those of you the, who are, are big uh, stream heads. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys know the stream heads will know oh, that we, right. we did do some extensive research on these few on the cubes. Uh, food. I was I wasn't even talking about those cubes. I was just thinking like cubed like chopped up chicken. Like just like chicken breast, but you know he I might think he's rich those. enough to have the the, tech, the cubes, the cubes. Cubos. Uh, Eleven a.m. Uh, and he's got a couple hours for this. He's got about two hours. Family time, meetings, and work. He's got to get it all all in there. Um, one eight one p.m. Lunch. It's been a couple hours since his last snack, so he's getting hungry. Uh, Two yeah. p.m. Uh, meetings, work calls. He's got a lot of those. Because he's uh, a producer, right? He's like, a producer, the- and he has a bunch of... He has, like, a workout brand. Uh, he has a bunch of shit. There's a funny documentary about him on HBO. It, it, it's, it, I recommend it. <laughs> um, it doesn't... I don't think portray him exactly how he uh, thinks he it does. Um, it's kind of funny. Uh, okay, so 2 p.m., meeting, work calls. 3 p.m., pick up kids at school. He's a good dad. You can't say, any, you can't say that about him. And then my favorite time of day, 3.30, it's snack time again. Um, so he's got another snack. Uh, 4 Love p.m. It. is workout number two. He does that for an hour. And 5 p.m. he showers. 5.30, dinner time. Dinner time and family. And then he's got an early bedtime because he's got to wake up early. So he goes to bed at 7.30 uh, every night, according to this Instagram schedule from So So, yeah, I guess he does... He does get like eight hours of sleep, I guess. He does get the full eight well, hours. Well, se- no, se- or seven, seven. He wakes up at two thirty. It's seven, seven and a half hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how many hours awake is that? Two two thirty a.m. Well, if he if he is, if he sleeps for if he sleeps for seven and a half hours, he's up for uh the seventeen hours. Okay. Well, I, I just I'm just confused why. Can't he just like shift everything down and not have to wake up at two thirty in the morning? Like that's my question. Like why doesn't he just shift everything like a couple and hours? Is, is it different if he's acting? I, I'd assume so because I don't know how he'd be able to fit all that snack time uh, when he's on the set of Transformers. What, what's he been more recently? I don't know. I'm uh, not following Mark. Isn't isn't he on the Prayer app or whatever? The one where he oh had yeah pray with Mark oh Albert. of course he he played Father Stew. He That's played right. the the Father the Stew, Father Stew, the priest, the boxer priest, the priest who swears. I was I was gonna say, um, and yeah, he does have the Catholic app now. So that's see, that's what he he's on the phone talking to the Pope, being like, you gotta you gotta get on this app. Uh, that's Come one of his business calls. You're talking to God, Mitch. You might as well. Swear <laughs> that's to me. right. Do you think he's ever said that to the Pope? He, yeah, to Mitch, Father uh, Pope Mitch. That's right, Pope Mitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mitch McConnell should be the Pope. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid of on fire. <laughs> That's right. That's what he's <laughs> gonna say when he dies. Yeah, take a shot. No, he's, uh, for those he's actually. Know, I don't even know what episode that was. He's actually not. Did we ever say, say that on the anything. podcast, or is that just a thing that I I said because it's a funny, it's, funny thing to say with Mitch McConnell's voice? I think it might be a stream thing. Actually, Maybe. it might be an extended universe uh, <laughs> extended thing. Universe. Ex- auxiliary um, right. Yeah, Luke Skywalker's uh, wife says that. Mara Jade. <laughs> What's her name? Yeah, Mara, Mara Jade. Jade. Mara Jade. There you go. Yeah, yeah. The hottest, the hottest uh, Star Wars girl. That's not true. That the answer of that is Senator Rio Chuchi. Actually, uh, welcome everyone to Style and Direction, a menswear podcast about the stuffiness. I am Ethan M. Wong. I'm Spencer DSO. I'm MJ. 
Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of 2024 Big Ol' Year. Uh, it's an even number. Um, it's a, You can divide it's, it. It's a leap year. It is a leap year. Yeah, leap, year. leap Day Williams is going to come out yeah. of the Mariana Trench, and you're going to have to dance, um, and he'll give you candy, I think. I forgot what the 30 Rock lore is uh-huh. for uh, Leap Day Williams. But uh, but yeah, welcome welcome everyone to the podcast. Yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed our episode on hair. You know that was a big that was a big thing. We have we've was, never talked about hair before yeah. until that. It is the uh, moment. It's, it's the largest organ, hair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. Um, Second. I, th- I mean, <laughs> if you're an animal, you have more than. I mean, we we are animals actually. We are right? yeah, we're human all beings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it is I mean imagine imagine this imagine um well I don't know if we said it during the episode but all I can think of right now is um when Tobias gets the plugs and he runs his hands through his hair and then he screams cuz it's painful. Um yeah. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um uh, but that I mean it's yeah just just screaming just putting imagine running your hands through it and you're just Cuz it's uh, just open. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I, I would imagine. Imagine you would, uh, y- you would feel pain every time you cut your hair. Yeah. I would never cut my hair if that was the case. Well, that's what. That's like literally what babies think. You know, that's babies Real? are. I what think, else do babies think, Spencer? Could, do, like goo goo gaga. That's probably okay. What, what is that? What does that? What does that mean? You, I don't know. What, I'm translate? not a damn baby. I don't. I don't speak baby. But you. But you know that's what they're thinking. Yeah, because I've heard them say it out loud but, so i'm assuming it's wait wait hold on hold on if people people can people say what they're thinking yes people do say what they're thinking if you okay. listen the sentence that you just said you formulated in your brain you were thinking about it right yeah okay okay yeah. but the goo goo gaga thing uh-huh like they're they're thinking they, they're okay thinking maybe they're, they're thinking about they love uh like goo like slime you know they see the relaxing videos on tiktok and Gaga, they love Lady Gaga. Or maybe they're okay. just trying to say "Go Go Gaga," but they like you go. Say it wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like trying to give some give some hype to. to what's her real name? <laughs> uh, uh, lady is born. Lady Fonzarelli. Yeah, uh, Stephanie. Her real name hey. is Jackson Maine. Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> Stephanie. Joanne. Uh, Joanne. Something. Angelina uh, Geminata. Geminata. Yeah, and she was born in Lennox Hospital, Germanata. of course. Yeah. Geminata sounds like a like a reproductive yeah, thing, you know, like, like, a, like for for like flowers or something. It could be. Like like, like germination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They should call sex that actually. Germination. I mean, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just had some germination last night, you know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, today, uh, we're, this is the Mentor Podcast, and we're talking about... We haven't talked about, like... like We spent the whole of last year talking about, like, philosophy and everything, because that's my fault. I'll, I'll take full... You know, hey, hey, I'm you're talking like, about... Uh, you're like Elvis talking about Priscilla. philosophy. That's right. Yeah, hey, hey, we honey, you're not gonna... We had that exact conversation. <laughs> yeah, honey, I, I need a woman who understands my, my need to, to read about philosophy, and if that's not gonna be you, I, I, I can't have you in here, baby. And I then we, we just did the other Priscilla thing where we burned all our philosophy books in a barbecue. That's right, yeah. God, I wanna, I wanna watch time. that movie again. 
good goodbye expression and everything like that. Um, yeah. But I thought we'd, we'd take a little respite from from the big brain, galaxy brain stuff, and talk about some something that uh, some some clothes that we like to wear, That's specifically right. outerwear. Because I think actually we haven't really talked about outerwear in a long time. Well, I mean, of we course. didn't really do a lot of episodes about specific items this past year. Uh, I mean, but we also I live mean, in California. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, people, people know the podcast. We live in sunny Southern California, where today, um, I think it's it. we're recording, I'm going to pull the curtain back a little bit, on December 11th. Whoa. Um, Whoa. It was, uh, I think, like 75 today. That was like the coldest it's been like this week. Well, At least in Orange County. It was, it was. During the day? It was kind of cold. It was chilly. It was chilly this morning. I'll give you that. And I'm about to say a number yeah. that all of our Midwest and East Coast listeners <laughs> are going to roll their at. eyes. Like, when I woke degrees. up, it was like it was like no. When I woke up, it was like 48 degrees. Uh, sure. I did wake up pretty early uh, because I just I went to bed early last night. I fell asleep. <laughs> okay, right, <actually. laughs> Mr. Mark, you yeah, Mark, Mark Wahlberg Mark over Wahlberg. here. I was uh, yeah, I was up at 2:30 a.m. Yeah. Maybe you're Mike Wahlberg. I'm Mike Wahlberg. Yeah. But it was uh, it was forty eight degrees. But then it got into the I, I like I met my dad for lunch and I brought a jacket with me. But I did not wear the jacket uh, because I was like it's hot. In Topeka, you know who else? You know who said that? Uh, Satan said that? in hell. Yeah, probably. So yeah, it's, it's probably hot. Hey, that. hey, yeah. He said, "Hey, dad," because God's the fa- God, God the Father. God is yeah, the God. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. God's the Father of everything. Um, I will say, I I thought of this idea this podcast a couple of weeks ago when it actually was pretty cold it was cold like two weeks ago it was That's like right. we did have a couple, low I mean, 60s it, it's, it's getting chilly at night um but i i yeah. still uh have not had to i have not felt I mean, the need to wear a coat during the day yeah yeah uh, i mean like we're we're and we'll get into this later we typically wear coats in like the afternoon to evening like when we're mm-hmm. doing stuff um, when we recently at the time of recording hung out with chad and holly it was kind of cold that night and we were outside chilly. Yeah, and you know, I don't know, I don't know if the if other places have them, but you know, a Capri Club does not have a lot of uh, a flaming uh, heat lamps. Most. I don't think space pillars of fire. Oh, I thought you were talking about like drinks that were on fire. A flaming mo would warm me. We should go to Universal next time it's cold. A flaming mo. I don't. What's is that something you get at most tavern? Yeah, it, you don't know the yeah. It's the thing from uh, the Simpsons. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that though. I didn't know that they had a cocktail called the Flaming Mo. It's called. It's an episode. It's the yeah, most tavern. What? Do they actually have it there at Universal go. though, or Seymour just... Butts? I think you can yeah, actually. I think you can get it at Flaming Mo. Yeah, Universal Studios. Real, real life equivalent to the food is sold at Universal Studios Florida. Oh no. Um, and but they do one. not actually set it on fire. They put it dry ice in it. Come on. Uh, but it's That's made the in, of the fire. in the show. In the show, it's made of uh, cough syrup. I'm pretty sure. Gross. Oh yeah, yeah they can't do that at Universal. <laughs> no, uh, we can make that at home though. I don't. Uh, think but I we're will. we're talking. Uh, we're we're talking we're talking outerwear because we we thought we'd talk about it. I think the last episode that Spencer and I talked about any kind of like outerwear clothing was like rainy day attire. I think that yeah. that was like that was like four years ago. Wowie. <laughs> We talked about like our our Uniqlo rainproof stuff and and uh, wearing wearing a ball cap when it's raining, but uh, we've gotten a lot more outerwear since then. Or, or we've been like we've taken stuff out of the archive, mm-hmm. um, and I'm kind of curious to revisit with Spencer. I know I've there's been I mean in the past here's some lore for you. I've like 
thrifted or like bought on eBay some like 30s coats or whatever, and they were too big, and I had to give them to Spencer. And I'm curious yeah. if he still has those guys. I do still have them. That's Spoiler right. Nice. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> and MJ yes. has some of my old coats too, and I'm curious how he wears them. So mm. this whole episode is about us talking about outerwear. Um, even though you know we are recording this on a on a, it, we we've had our opportunity to wear them because as you'll see in the photos, there's photos of us wearing these coats. So it, we're doing it anyway. And first off, I'll also want to say, fuck all y'all, you know, <laughs> East Coast people who are going to be rolling their eyes at this. The whole thing about living in Southern California is that none of this is absolutely necessary. Like we're we're the people. Like there are guys out there wearing wearing flip flops and and shorts when it's December. Okay. That's right. We got some we, like Zuckerbergs over here. That's right. We the whole thing about menswear, and we've said this before, the whole all of last year. None of this is necessary. We're doing because we love it. Okay, so don't roll your eyes because oh, it's only sixty degrees. We're gonna wear a coat. Hell yeah, because I love coats, <laughs> and I'm gonna wear it because it's awesome. Okay. Like if, we, if if I didn't care about clothing, I'd just be wearing some like fucking like billabong hoodie or whatever and like <laughs> exactly <laughs> and either like shorts or jeans every day which is how guys dress in southern california who aren't wearing uh like fucking athleisure or whatever yeah yeah i mean like i'd be i'd be at my coffee shop surrounded by i'd be like everyone else over there wearing a fucking yeah a fucking t-shirt and and shorts and, and flip-flops or, or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But we're not those guys. We're the we dumbest wear motherfuckers out there. Yeah. That's right. We want to wear duffel coats. We want to wear scarves with our coats. We want to wear a beret. We want to wear a fucking hat. You know, mm-hmm. that that's the whole thing here. Um, but I will say, I think uh, other people are kind of getting in, into it, too. I feel like the rise of, of fashion as a hobby, especially because of TikTok, I think people are okay with wear a coat even though it's not that cold out i mean okay then again i don't know where i don't know where everyone on tiktok is living but i feel I like do. it's been oh oh really if you have Mr. a tiktok account i know where you live <laughs> yeah you you've uh you you're you're doxing everyone right now you're, that's you're, right you've got a, i have my doxing whole... website yeah uh, <laughs> just gonna list everyone's username and their address where are you.com it's called where are you.com that's right and you type that's in right. your own it's... name and it and it just yeah. points to you on a map yeah, but but I I do feel like you know because again because of TikTok I feel like people are okay with even if it is a little bit superfluous like people like wearing coats and you know ALD was really popular and, and still mm-hmm. is where there's where layering is such a big component of that you well, know I think uh, um, this this is something that you know Die Workwear points out a lot on Twitter but um, one of the things about yeah. the quote unquote like golden age of fashion. Uh, is that the, the the clothes you know like suits or outerwear give you uh, structure, which mm-hmm. modern clothes do not, and they kind of you know it builds up it builds up your figure it, it like literally makes you look better, and so it's yeah. like you know like we said you could just wear like a fleece or a big hoodie or something, but you're gonna look better when you have like an overcoat on or something like I something mean, that I gives think... you a little bit of structure. I actually think you know that lo- even guys who are not into fashion, they they love coats. Like coats oh, yeah. are just cool. I think I, I think people yeah, can this... understand the the universality of of just like big look la- big lapel, big ass coat. It just looks it looks cool. You know? I mean, like every like nerd property, like there's a character that's exactly. just wearing like a, a cool coat that guys will buy replicas of and make that their like the black only... mannequin stuff. <laughs> yeah, they'll just make that the only. Like you know, quote unquote, cool piece of clothing that they own. 
I always think that's so funny when I see someone in like like a really elaborate like Assassin's Creed hoodie and then they just have like a polo shirt and jeans. <laughs> I'm like it's it's okay. the Hell yeah. Zelda shirt Zelda shirt cargo shorts with the uh overcoat. <laughs> the Assassin's Creed hoodie or yeah. some like sci fi anime thing. It's always fun. It's because they think that the character uh like all, all like the essence of the of the good look comes from just the coat without mm-hmm. uh, the complete taking the whole thing yeah. in, into account. I mean that was that was me. Like I yeah. one of my I, I I don't know if I've said this on the pod before. I'm sure I've, still, I've shared pictures, but like one of like my first like fashion purchases before vintage or before all that kind of stuff was a black kind of like brushed cotton or moleskin top coat. It was three button uh-huh. notch lapel. And I got it from Banana Republic. And yeah. the reason why is because my good friend Gabriel Siler Gray from Heroes wore a black overcoat because he was a fucking serial killer oh, with man. a with a black the black cap. And then of course when they reveal who he looks like, he wears the iconic um mid two thousands thing of wearing a black hoodie with a black overcoat on t- you know on top of it. That kind of layered New Yorker look and everything. Yeah. Um Oh, there it is. Spencer just shared the five <laughs> coolest anime jackets. Yeah. Oh, e- yeah, and even then, right? But like all, all the, all the all marine characters. Too. Yeah, but all the I'm... marine characters in One Piece wear a fucking overcoat too. So uh-huh. you know. Um, no, I, what I'm looking for, what I'm trying to find is like, th- like the 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 badass, like oh, this is like a cool old like military coat or uh, like fucking yeah, some like weird anime thing. Um, but I can't find that. Um, you know, really uh, quick, Dante just stray observation. The, there you the, go. The red That's it. Stray observation, just uh, speaking of nerds who have, like, an elaborate coat and make that their whole outfit. I always thought it was kind of a funny joke on The Office, talking about, hey, millennials, shout out to you guys. Nice. Um, <laughs> where th- Dwight has, like, a 70s, like, German officer coat. Or something yeah. that he wears with everything. I, that d- d- does feel like very true to that type of guy, you know. Yeah. yeah, this guy who wears like a really cool military-ish jacket with like regular clothes. Uh huh. You know, but he's like I mean, again, super proud of that coat. Yeah, I mean that again. That was me with this with this coat. I'm, I'm, I'll try and find some old photos of Ethan wearing the uh, Banana Republic one. And then I, I later uh-huh. on, I I got another one because I was like, oh, I want a gray overcoat. And uh, I, I need to go back and find the Facebook post where I'm like, hey, guys, which one should I get? And it was a Calvin Klein, like, Ulster coat. And I so I'm, a, I'm, a very, I'm, I'm 5'8", and I'm sure when I was younger, I was even shorter than that. And so uh, I'm sure it was meant to be like a, like, a, like a thigh length, you know, kind of, kind of coat. You know, this is like, yeah. you know, 2009, 2010. Um, but it was like an overcoat for me and it was like my favorite thing in the world. It's like black double breasted, you know, with the Ulster collar kind of a thing. It had like mm. hand warmer pockets. It was a like gray flannel. I'm sure it was like part polyester, but I love that thing. It just, and I wore that it, it like kind of like Dwight style. I wore that cool ass overcoat with like my church clothes because yeah. it was like so cool. And then of course, uh, when I wore it in, uh, when I went to China, um, you know, you get, you get on the phone real quick here. Um, <laughs> right. I was just hanging up. I, I wore it with like a, the, uh, uh, a green vertical, uh, uh, horizontal stripe hoodie from the, um, damn it. What's the snowboarder? There's a Sean White collection. <laughs> I wore that with like sweatpants during my trip to China. So I was like one of those kids who I was like, 
the coat beats like it, it takes over the whole vibe because in my head it's the coolest thing I have on, right? Yeah. And so, so yeah, I've I've always loved overcoats. You know, I, again, I'm, I'm that nerdy guy, and I'm glad that now I have I can do the whole look where it's like a suit overcoat. Or, you know, hey, it's fine to do, like, the hoodie and overcoat thing. MJ saw that when I was sick, you know, when I went to go watch a movie. Yeah. You know, you wear, you know, again, very, very, like, New York, right? You have, like, a beanie, hoodie, sweatpants, like, loafers, some kind of leather shoe. And then you have, like, a fucking big-ass coat with it, hmm. you know, when you're just... Like, I'm sure people call it, like, the bodega look. I call yeah. it the driving out to Glendale to watch a movie and then go home afterward. so. Uh, yeah. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but before I was really interested in clothes, I also had, like, cool jacket syndrome um, where <laughs> I would just, like... I, I, CJS! I had, like, this... This, like, yeah, like, cotton, like, pi- like military jacket, like, field jacket type thing. Um, that I would just wear, like, all year with, yeah, like, t-shirts and fucking jeans. Um, Hell yeah, dude. The, the reason I really liked it was because it had, like, an inside pocket, which I, um, literally since, like, preschool, uh, when I would see, like, you know, people on fucking, like, Law & Order take out, like, you know, papers from their pocket. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, like, as a kid, I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. He was like... <laughs> and so... I- even yeah. today, it's it's cooler. It's cooler to take your phone out from a breast pocket than yeah, it is it your is. pants it's, pocket. Inside it's pockets just... remain cool. I'm not saying I don't think that they're not cool <laughs> yeah. anymore. But that was like that's been a constant throughout my entire life. I've always had yeah, men who are wearing good. jackets with hidden pockets. Yeah, I mean, MJ, what about you? Did you always do you have a big coat coat thing? Um, you were kind of like more of a jacket guy, though. Yeah, more like, like you were more of like a like jacket, like bomber jacket or whatever. Jacket, sweaters, and hoodies. Um, but I feel like it was, it was an easy, like, conversion into okay. it, right? Cause like you get introduced to like the, the drape and the length of coats and that's mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the yeah. silhouette that's just, I mean, we talk about it all the time. The just like, just top, like where your shoulders are just straight down. Like that's cool, you know? Hell yeah, brother. So it was, yeah. uh, yeah. Easy sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it, it's like your closest way of like being like Darth Vader, right? Like, cause you can't wear <laughs> yeah. clothes. I mean, hey, Saffron Core yeah, didn't exist, yeah. you know. Or, so, or like a you know, when you're a kid, yeah. yeah, yeah, you you can't do that. So you wear you you know you wear you wear an overcoat. And I'm sure you guys had this problem, but like again, for me, like my parents were like, why would we buy you a coat? It's not like why you don't need that, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I was like, no, I was like, I'll, I'll, I promise you, mom, I will wear this all the time, and I <laughs> fucking did. I only gave it to MJ. Um, the uh, spoiler alert: the black uh, moleskin kind of overcoat thing, um, which works out for MJ for like black tie stuff. It looks really good because it's, it's a black overcoat. Yeah. And you know, there was a for those of you who don't know, um, you know, you didn't just wear in the 30s, you know, and 40s when you were doing black tie, you didn't just wear any overcoat. You had technically you're supposed to have a like Chesterfield overcoat yeah. in black with the velvet collar mm-hmm. um and you could i mean people obviously people didn't always do that but like according to apparel arts like that was yeah, like that, that the was, correct that's look. the guidelines but you know people would wear what they owned and so if you're a wealthier yeah. person you probably would own that mm-hmm. uh i'm sure there are photos of uh middle class or or uh poorer people who still went to black tie events the the, the people that's one of the reasons uh, vintage tuxedos are so cheap is because uh, almost everyone owned them, but not everyone wore them a lot, so they yeah. stayed in pretty good condition. Yeah, um, but yeah, you do stu- do see photos of people wearing trench coats with uh, tuxedos, which I I think is cool. I did that. 
Yeah, yeah. As mentioned yeah. that, I love I love wearing like I think a duffel coat with tuxedo. I think I think mixing the formality I think is is really cool uh-huh. when you get to because again I don't, I don't even own a a like you know a proper black tie overcoat. I didn't even have proper black tie shoes for a long time, mm. and so I think I think it's fun to kind of force force versatility. One of our mm-hmm. our tenets of philosophy on there. Um, but one thing I noticed about about the rise or not the rise, but like just like why you know outerwear specifically overcoats are on the mind is because i feel like things have gotten a lot more tailored lately because we've moved away from like heritage you know what i mean like i think i think a lot of guys like on tiktok are still wearing of course salvage jeans and short coats but like you know wearing like the like we don't really see like the m65 anymore like it's not really a thing you know even edgy albert like you know you get a big ass coat because i think it's like you want like a little bit of that, that dark academia vibe yeah. you know you want a little bit of like that that, that like neo prep that you're getting forgetting from people ALD people want to look and, like and the, the guy in like an 80s or 90s like rom-com exactly you know? it's like, and, yeah. and and those guys are wearing big ass overcoats and uh-huh. not like a you know you're not fucking the deer hunter wearing like a fucking like orange high-vis yeah um thing or and you're not rambo in the m65 you know, you're you're Billy Crystal wearing like a Balmacan, I think, or, uh, or whatever. I don't and know I if he wears really a lot cool. of overcoats in that movie. There might be like one shot of him wearing yeah. like a coat in like one scene. I, you know, um, ironically, he does yeah. wear like a fishtail like military parka. Uh, in that, the... Actually, I think you're right. Yeah. And what's funny though is that that might be the most tailored. I was gonna like, say like I feel like I, I, I've, you I know? see I see guys doing the the fishtail parkas or like. The, yeah, the longer Henrik. length green jackets with like open, yeah. with like suiting, uh, suiting. Um, yeah, we say that. Um, yes. <laughs> does it, does well, someone get it, mad at us saying? That? Yes, <laughs> yeah. uh, we can't okay. say the vintage guy's name, but he says it should be called right. tailored clothing and not suiting yeah, or yeah. tailoring. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I I I like those. I I own one of those. I have. Uh, it's I think it's the M fifty one. It's not the fishtail, but it is uh, an M fifty one parka. Well, yeah, it's really sad now because, like, I, for a while, my main over, my main like outerwear thing was my M forty three, and when I was, you know, smaller, because I, you know, I was just getting started, um, I would wear that over tailoring, and now it's more like a short coat to me because it's yeah. just, it's a, I'm a little bit bigger now. But again, I've, as we'll get into in a little bit, I've gotten some really great outerwear that I've been really excited and um, you guys will see because I, I wear it as much as possible. I don't care. Again, if, I, if I'm going to a bar and it's outside and, and we've been going to two bars that have been outside, which is Capri and Waltz, it just makes sense to bring a coat. I don't, we don't mm-hmm. have to, but like, you know, you're sitting outside. It's good you're protection for cold, like a, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, exactly. And so I think it's really cool. And I, I actually, me and MG were at Capri a little a little while ago um, this past weekend. And it was kind of cold that night. You know, Isabel was with us too, and she's a very small and not a lot of uh, body fat person. So she was like bundled up and we, and we luckily got a seat right next to the, the heat and lamp the thing. Yeah. The fire thing, um, but you know, I we were me and MG were in the and I, we were in the uh, the bar, and I I, you know, I could feel sometimes you feel some eyeballs because like you know like we're kind of dressed up, yeah. and I you know, I see a lot of guys wearing like you know like these these fucking silver like ass guys wearing like a tweed jacket with a scarf. I'm like, hey buddy, I'm wearing a fucking Balmacan overcoat, <laughs> get in line, baby. Like you gotta get the real shit. Yeah, MG was bundled up, we got a turtleneck and, and the belted uh, raglan trench coat that I that I gave him. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been really fun to just break out. And and you're right, Spencer. I I really think the uh, the '80s '90s inspiration right now is kind of one reason why we're, you know, we're getting into this and and 
we really, at least for me, I don't really feel the need to wear my rugged stuff. And it kind of is a common theme for me lately where I don't really wear my workwear in Milserp. I've been wearing like tailored clothing and that includes my, my overcoats. And so, yeah, and even, even like, even like the, 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 the uh, stuff that I've been uh, consuming lately has been, you know, a lot more, a lot more coats, you know, more mm-hmm. Armani nineties, um, not really too much Bob Dylan walking around cold with his little shirling suede thing. Yeah, the suede the suede jacket thing. Um but yeah, and, and then you look at like guys like uh like Jake Wolf on TikTok who's you know his whole content is, you know, him sharing his like top top 10, you know, things to get and all, and like four out of five were like coat coats, you know. Mm-hmm. They were I think the first one was like the polo coat and everything like that. Um, but have you guys been consuming things that are written? Have I been? I've, I haven't <laughs> inspiring been eating you. Clothes. Just been eating. Okay. so many clothes. Um, I, you know, you I, in I Fargo and and Columbo. I did. Here. I did put a couple things. I did watch Fargo a couple weeks ago, and I was like, damn. Uh, Steve Buscemi looks pretty cool. He's got like the the shearing coat, um, which he wears. Uh, with, with I think that's like the only jacket he wears in the movie. So he wears it with a couple things, including like red corduroy pants uh and like you know later he wears it with like a a tan turtleneck and some like tan like kind of sporty military pants cut type things those look pretty cool uh colombo of course you gotta love the the overcoat with like the the shitty 60s green tie and suit i do yeah um love the yeah the just kind of schlubby look right right there um, I haven't really, I don't, I can't think of too much specifically where, I don't I, I guess movies that we've talked about on the podcast, like The Sting, um, Dick Tracy even, uh, Oh, is, Dick you know, Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously there's some good coats in that. And you, you know, um, you watch like Friends, you know, there's, you know, the New York Frasier, they're always wearing yeah. overcoats and, and that kind of stuff. I so. mean, I'll, I'm about to send a photo to the, to the chat, but it's like, you know, what, what, and we'll talk about, I guess a little bit in more detail. Uh, how we wear coats, but I did rewatch uh, one of my favorites, Inside Lewin Davis. There's a scene Ooh, where he yeah, borrows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't wear an overcoat much in that movie because he's do- he's poor and doesn't. Oh, this is like lunch. a car coat. Yeah. Yeah, but he like steals one from Justin Timberlake or borrows it uh, to go to Washington Square Park, which he just wears uh, with you know like uh, just a t-shirt and some like you know slacks or whatever. Um, and that is uh, how I wear coats most often. Because a lot of times if I'm doing something like that, you know, eventually it does start to get colder in Southern California. And at least last year, I know that last uh, we had uh, a lot of uh, rain and stuff like that. That's right. Uh, last year. Yeah. Um, and so I was wearing uh, the, the last winter and this year have been the most overcoats I've ever worn because, like I said, we had a lot of rain last year. So I was using that as an excuse to wear some of the uh, lighter overcoats or just raincoats. Then I visited New York uh, in March, where I needed a coat every day, uh, and I should have brought. I brought my trench coat, but honestly, I could have brought uh, like with the the Gab trench coat, but I could have brought something heavier. Um, and then in San Francisco, I ended up having to wear coats a lot, even though I was there during the summer because it gets fucking freezing at night. Um, and so yeah, that's crazy, I, actually. Yes, and so I was wearing I was wearing my duffel coat uh, a lot. I brought that up, so I was wearing that a ton. I wore it with, like, yep. a seersucker suit one day, which was kind of a fun combo. Because <laughs> it was hot during the <laughs> day, and then and then we were fucking going out later, and it was, it was freezing, so... Yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, I, most of the time, uh, when I'm wearing uh, a coat, it is just with, like, 
uh, a sweater or a sweatshirt or something like that. Um, I, I think that that feels very much like the zeitgeist, like 80s, 90s, kind of like, you know, rom-com male lead uh, look right there. But I do I do like it. Um, again, again, it just feels um, I, it just feels nicer than just going out with, yeah, just like a, a turtleneck or just like, you know, a bomber jacket or something. Um, yeah. Even when I'm just going to the grocery store, it's kind of it just it feels good. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like my my go to look yeah. when I'm like watching a movie when it's when it's like this kind of weather is I just wear a hoodie because um, you know usually this like I I watch movies at like ten o'clock at night so like I already mm-hmm. wear my fit I like change out of it I eat some dinner I relax at home and I'm like okay well hey I got some time I'll I'll watch Wonka you know <laughs> or something like that um, and so yeah my go to is like I'll I'll wear you know in the summertime it'll be like yeah shorts t shirt or, or whatever with like a short coat but when it's like you know kind of cold I kind of wanna be wrapped up and if you know movie theaters can get cold i remember i watched something recently and i didn't wear an overcoat and i was fucking freezing because i was just wearing like a t-shirt or whatever and so um yeah it's like a good opportunity for me to wear something and you know my overcoats i'll get into later like they've been pretty long and big and they're really fun and cozy and you know they're they're Mm -hmm. cut roomy so i could wear again my hoodie with it or i could just wear a sweatshirt and then um i just get wrapped up in in my little seat you know just a little cozied up and I'm so tra- I'll, uh, I'm checking the AMC app now. I'm just gonna see what show times are tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Wonka. Yeah. Well, Wonka comes out this this Thursday, which uh-huh. I gotta see. I gotta see pretty <laughs> you pretty see young Wonka. thing. Well, did you yeah. see? We, we might actually end up talking about this movie because did you see? Uh, Die Workwear was tweeting about it. All the main characters, all the leads, had a different bespoke tailor make suits for them. That um, is, I did not know this. This is this is yes. new information for me. Uh, and they said that Wonka's costume, uh, Timothy Chalamet's wardrobe, was also made by sp- bespoke tailors. But then they like chopped it up and like sewed it back together, like wrong or something. Um, but that actually sounds kind of interesting. The one that he just said was done by, and what sucks is that people are gonna listen to this in fucking January. Like, so this is all old news. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing we might have to talk about Wonka or something because I am looking at the character that's tailored by Freddie Nidu, and it's a green peak lapel, single-breasted jacket, and I'm yeah. like, hell, hell yeah, actually, that's pretty awesome. Oh um, man, hang on, they got Die Hard and Napoleon, which I still need to see. Yeah. Oh hey, yeah, it's ice. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. salt. Whoa, wait, Oppenheimer uh, is still in theaters? Oh yeah. No, this is Showtime for Oppenheimer. Yeah, they re uh, they they re-released it. Re-show. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you guys remember how like the Balmacan was like the it coat of like all yeah. time for a, for a oh, long yeah. time. Oh yeah, when I was working at J Crew, like when we got we got those in every year, we always had some like brown plaid ones, which I thought yeah. were pretty nice. I like those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those were those were the ones to get, man. Yeah, and I think it's because remember like like one of the first things that Abercrombie did when they were good. This is like three or three years ago. It's like the height of the pandemic in twenty twenty. But one yeah. of them was indeed the Balmacan, like the like brown houndstooth or gun check one. And when you go on like MFA, you know, you wear that with pair of boots or whatever. It's pretty big. But I feel like it's gone out now. Hmm. I feel like the new it coat is the polo coat. And I think it's because, you know, Giorgio Armani, you know, you got, and you know, you got like the 80s, 90s inspiration. You got Ralph Lauren. You know, people are looking up old Ralph. People are looking at old Ralph inspiration. Um, and of course, like, like people said, like, you know, the eighties, nineties, um, 
rom-com thing very it's very preppy it's kind of yuppie at the same time and so like yeah like the, the khaki you know well the polo coat or like a khaki overcoat i think it's really yeah. popular and i think it's also because like it never went out like that that the like the khaki top coat is still super popular for guys wearing slim fit blue suits and brown shoes yeah. mm-hmm. and, and so it's like like the revival of that is is really cool yeah but um I think it's funny now when people are saying just like, you know, again, we had the episode on my style. We're like, oh, how do you feel when people are dressing like you or taking cues from what you like? I think it's a little funny that everyone is saying, yeah, look up 1930s coat on eBay. You'll find it for cheap. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, even though even though I'm not really buying like that, it's still like, damn, like people are, are finding all my fucking all my fucking tricks out here. But yeah, I think the polo coat is. Yeah, I'm in polo coat. It's so cool. And none of us owned one until no. I got one recently. Oh, that's so. right. Um, Ethan stays away. I, I, I think that the color also just contributes because I think, like, you know... T- it's the, the striking. Yeah, it is yeah. very striking, and the contrast is pretty cool because a lot of times, it, at least based on what I've seen, I feel like people, you know, tend to wear it with uh, darker everything else. So yeah. having that, yeah, that, that pop of, like, khaki uh, is pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, what... This 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 is also like not in the in the full zeitgeist, but remember, I remember like the J Crew barn coat was a big thing too, and that's mm. something that was really cool. I I, I liked it. It was a good yeah. yeah. You do. You have the red one. I have like the even. Well, I don't know anymore. I gave it to Isabel, but it's like a nice like the fireman red, fireman red. Yeah, but I I didn't give it up because the color was bad. I just gave it up because I wanted a barber jacket, and I didn't think I it would justify me owning both a barn coat and a. Which barber that jacket. one to me is crazy because I know that they have both the the cord- corduroy collar, but the barber jacket is so different. <laughs> like it's because it's because it's longer. So that's that's okay. the whole thing. So my so if we, let's get into like what what we own now because yeah. my thing is just like with sport coats, they just everything's got to be long. You know what I'm saying? Like I just. Like Spence, like like MJ said earlier, it's about the drape, the silhouette. It's about dra- drama, and so for me, as I figured out what I like to keep and what I like to wear, the I just like the biggest things, and so things that are too short, you know, like a barn coat, which is like kind of like thigh length. It's like almost, it's like it's like a fraction of an inch longer than a sport coat. To uh-huh. me, I'm like, well, that just means I can't wear it with a sport coat. That means I can't wear it. You know what I mean? So that just. That's just that's just my crazy tailoring first brain um poisoning everything. Yeah, America first baby. That's um right. but but yeah, no, it, it's 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 like why I don't really wear my jungle jacket as much. Um I do I actually I do wear that more because it's like lightweight and it's like its own look. Yeah. But my jungle jacket isn't really it is outerwear, but it's not over tailoring even though I could. It is still more so for me a jacket alternative so it's an alternative to a sport coat or to a chore coat as opposed to being like an outer a true like outer outer layer Mm. and so all of those things that were an outer layer that aren't long enough is stuff i don't wear anymore and so the barn coat is now isabel's jacket and so and she wears it because it's very it's red it fits in with her style um and for me again if it's if it's inclement weather i'll just wear a fucking barber jacket so yeah that's just that's just that's just me that's just know? me baby that you know take take it or leave it baby come on now okay so for this year 
this past year and the upcoming i guess we're in it now so i guess yeah. the, the current fall we're, not even fall winter it's winter baby winter this 2024 episode, you know it's it's kind of a time warp a little behind the scenes it's a little bit of a time warp this episode <laughs> they're not gonna know what they're referring to yeah but that's you did, what makes it you good. pulled an ethan yeah you pulled an ethan at the beginning of the episode i'm sure i'm sure we're gonna ex- get into it later because i don't know i this feel like it's funny. just gonna yeah. come up with context <laughs> so okay what what are you excited what, what have you worn spencer like this past Spencer. cold season and what have you been excited what have you been excited to wear you know outerwear wise and what have you worn already well so i don't think you got you got a couple of stuff you got a couple I, I of got cool a couple, coats. i do have a couple of stuff and i'm always saying yeah. i have a couple of stuff cos but, baby yeah yeah but um anyway i don't think in general maybe up until this year i wore uh, outerwear as much as uh, you did just because i didn't wear as many sport coats uh, and a lot of times if i it was cold i would just wear like a leather jacket or a deck jacket or something that doesn't really oh, yeah. lend itself to layering. But that's true. I mean, we do we do say earlier in the episode that we you know leather jacket stuff are cool, but it's not the same thing as like a big a big no, coat exactly. or like a big parka or something. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. This year, it, I I have enjoyed wearing outerwear a lot more. Um, it, you know, when you're cold out, it's uh, obviously it's going to be better than just like one heavy. Uh, outer layer um i like having a big tweed overcoat because it feels like you're just you know you got a fucking snuggie you got a big blanket wrapped around you at all times um yeah so the first time in the year 2023 <laughs> that I, I believe that i was wearing overcoats no i actually started doing that yeah late 2022 early 2023 was my my overcoat period because uh, around that time uh I, if i yeah that's right uh if i recall correctly that was a pretty rainy winter right or am i thinking of like an uh, like earlier but like 2022 yeah. or 2023 i'm pretty sure it was pretty rainy in california and so i would end up wearing uh my 40s gab trench coat a lot um, that's that right was, the wool gabardine one yeah which is something that we picked up uh, at joyride on a day where it was raining we just asked uh, what overcoats do you have in stock what raincoats or raincoats yeah and yeah. they happened to have like two that were our size so <laughs> it was it was perfect it worked out <laughs> it, um yeah that one is currently out of commission because uh i wore the hell out of that thing when i spent like uh a week in New York in in March, uh, where it was pretty cold. It was in the low 40s uh, most of the trip, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you you know it's an old uh, jacket, uh, and so after wearing it like every day, just like everywhere for for an entire week, I need to replace uh, like one or two buttons. One of the 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 little loop for this for the for the belt came off on one side, so I have to resew that on, and it's not like. Um, uh, the, I don't know. It's it's just one of those things where it's like I haven't felt the need to wear it, uh, so I haven't done it. Um, because in addition to that, the other coats that I own, which uh, are good for rain, I have my Barber, of course. Um, the Barber Game Fair, the long length one. That's right. Um, which, uh, I don't know, it, we, we do have the same model, but yours is longer than mine. I don't know if there's they come in like regular long, you know, short sizes and you just happen to get a long or something. Or just proportionally on our bodies, it looks longer. But I do like the length of that one a lot. Um, yeah, I'm short. <laughs> yeah, I'm short. Uh, <laughs> then my duffel coat is another good uh, rain one. That one, it, yeah, it's yeah, with a hood. Very, it's come, yeah, it comes with a hood. It does come with a hood. Uh, but yeah, it's a very dark blue or black, uh, depending yeah, on the light. I- 
I always thought it was black, and which is cool. But then uh, I, I think mean, it I, could be it could be a navy. I think it's like a midnight blue. I mean, it, I don't know. I'll look. We'll 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 leave it for and the you viewers, pick, viewers, yeah. viewers to decide. <laughs> Bluey, you picked yeah. it up at the the flea market, right? That's I mean, you right. Picked that up was the another... game fair at the flea market. You picked up the duffel coat at the flea market. Oh, wait, market. you know what's funny is the the duffel coat was another kind of like practical purchase because that was another day where it was like super rainy at the flea market, and I just saw the duffel coat. I tried it. Oh, on that's and, right. I should see like... if I can include photos from that because yeah. like you yeah you we wore, bought it and wore it the same day. Yeah, and it was like a pretty reasonable price, so I was like, yeah, why not? And so I just got that. Um, that's another good one. Uh, I have something that I recently replaced, uh, which is a uh, 1948 or 1947, I think, um, uh, army parka. Uh, that, that that one is just like the shell. Like the it doesn't have the uh, the it had a detachable lining, and I don't have the lining for it or the belt. Uh, so that one is uh, now being replaced by something that I'll get into in just a second. Um, and then other than that, the other two overcoats that I have are, uh, the t- two ones that I got from you, which is the seventies Herringbone oh, that's Tweed right. one, yeah. uh, which is like an Italian wool. That one's pretty nice. It's not the heaviest, but it is like, it's enough. cool. It's cool. Belted. And it, it's belted and it's, it is a good weight for, you know, California nights. It's, it's, I don't know if I would take it out in like extreme weather. Um, but it's, it's good for when it gets down to like, you know, the low fifties and stuff like that in California. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, the one that I might actually take out in extreme weather, uh, which, uh, is the like almost dead stock, like thirties or forties one. Um, I need to see that in person again. I remember when I bought that on eBay and I like, I, like for like 20 bucks or something mm-hmm. and it was just huge (laughs) i was like damn it is and it's huge on me too but it's like i tried it on before i left for for my trip to uh, boston which again we'll get into i guess in the bonus episode but i'll describe some of the the coats that i brought uh, for that um that that like fit better when i would like you know wear a sport coat and have like a sweater and a flannel shirt and like you know all these layers underneath um but uh, by itself it is just huge and like hangs off my shoulders and i don't know you know maybe that's a look but i've just never broken it out uh, and it is also just insanely heavy that thing is like um really heavy uh and like i literally I said, haven't seen it because it's you haven't brought it out i literally haven't seen it in like a, 10 years yeah when i bought it 10 years ago it. <laughs> you'll see it i guess the next time you come over or something uh, i'll yeah. break it out um and yeah, like, but I do like wearing overcoats a little bit more casually. Uh, I like wearing them with just like sweatshirts or, or sweaters um, and stuff like that. Um, I, I know you don't like doing this, but I like wearing them with uh, with chore coats or like HBT overshirt. I like that's that's something I do a lot. Um, but yeah, I, that, yeah, because I mean, you're kind of like I mean, overall, your overcoat style. I mean, it, it's all practical, but like mm-hmm. it, it, I guess. For, for people like me who are, are into, you know, different genres and especially the formality connotations of things or the roots of things, it does feel a little bit subversive, right? You're wearing like a, a formal coat, a formal coat with mm. casual items. But, again, but of like course, I, you know, 80s, 90s, people did that all the fucking time. Jeans yeah, with I, can't, I can't remember if I referenced this earlier in the episode or uh, d- d- now, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> I was, I've, always, I, I've always thought about uh, the scene in Inside Lewin Davis where he has to steal a coat from like Justin Timberlake uh, because he doesn't own like an overcoat. Uh, and he just like goes yeah. out and he's just wearing that with like a t-shirt and like you know corduroys and like desert boots or whatever and i've always thought that look was was pretty cool um like i said just the kind of like oh i'm just throwing on a coat to to do some errands kind of look 
Um, I feel like yeah. that's very in vogue right now. I feel like you see a lot you, of that kind of thing on, on Instagram. Yeah. Do you ever like, do you ever intentionally pick your coats based on like the vibes of your, of your fit? Oh yeah. Like, definitely. you know, like, like, I don't know, like, like, I mean, I've noticed cowboy boots with duffel kind of two different. You got military I slash also, preppy with Western. I mean, I also like wearing the tweed one with like more rugged stuff because, um, like, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of yeah. the rougher fabric. It's got the, the kind of bolder fabric and stuff like that. And I do mm-hmm. think. Yeah, just the black and white herringbone. Like I said, I, li- I like it, how it looks with denim. I like how it looks with uh, like HBT stuff. Um, so yeah, that 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 tends to look that tends to work pretty well. Uh, and then really quick, the the two that I just purchased. Which if you want to hear the full story of how I wore these, I guess subscribe to the Patreon uh, and listen to That's our right. episode on the holdovers. Um, uh, but I, but I recently did a trip to, uh, to Boston and, and in preparation for that, I bought a couple coats. Uh, the two that I bought, uh, were a, uh, 1970 dated pea coat, um, and then a, uh, B11 parka, um, which I was kind of worried that I was going a little bit overboard buying those two coats before I left, but they were absolutely necessary. Um, (laughs) We saw the photos. Yeah. Those were the only two coats I wore like the entire trip. I I packed, uh, well, no, I, that, I mean, I, I wore my, I packed my tweed like long overcoat, which I thought would be good because, you know, the long length is good. I brought, you know, a, a sport coat with me. I was wearing a sport coat most days, so I thought that would be good. But yeah, it's just not as warm as the other. Uh, or as the others, so I didn't I, I didn't find myself wearing that one uh, nearly as much. Uh, the other funny thing I just want to get into quickly about now owning a pea coat uh, is for and I've I this is an exp- something I have expressed on the podcast for a long time. I have been uh, anti pea coat oh, just boy. because I associated them with like the nerdy shit that I would wear in like high school or just in general kind of yeah. Like, like geeky high schoolers who want to like look cool and like Sherlock or something. Um, but now well, he wears a great coat, not a pea coat, but yeah, I know, I, but I the, know the, the, these that's what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. Um, but no, it's, I, I got it and boy, oh boy, I kind of fell in love with it. Um, it, the other funny thing is, uh, like I said, mine is dated 1970. And for those who don't know the, the pea coat, uh, k- kind of went through a major redesign, uh, after World War II, uh, where it lost a row of buttons, uh, which it changed the shape pretty dramatically. The jacket got a little bit shorter. Um, it, it changed the shape of the lapel, stuff like that. And I always kind of thought I wanted one of the earlier ones. But uh, after wearing the, the, the 1970 one uh, and comparing it with the early ones, I think I like the later model a little bit more with the three rows of buttons. Just because I like the shape of the lapel a little bit more, I think it gives you like a bigger, more dramatic collar, uh, and it's a little just bit more like streamlined in terms of the design. Like it's like yeah, the, I'll... it's like the difference between the early model jungle jackets that have like the epaulets and all these other like fussy details, versus the later right. ones which are just very clean, you know. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, you know, uh, I was debating on whether or not pea coats counted as big outerwear, and it, it might not be in length, but it does make up for in collar. So yes, that is, and that yeah, is a big thing. God, so helpful. That collar was like really helpful, uh, and I feel like I'm gonna be breaking that out a lot more uh, because you know I, I might wear that in place of like and, my N one yeah. or something um, because it does offer a little bit more protection in terms of warmth, and also then. 
like the sometimes the problem with wearing just like one heavy jacket as opposed to layering and this is going to be you know kind of obvious but uh you know you you take off the one heavy jacket and then you're cold in your shirt well there's nothing you can do but if you have like a light jacket and then like you know a heavier jacket or something uh, on top of your shirt or sweatshirt whatever that's a little bit more manageable um so yeah, you you will probably see uh, more pictures of me wearing this pea coat while I still can <laughs> for the next I don't know month or so. When is it going to start getting hot at nights again? And I hope I hope not soon because I've been I've been really enjoying into our my outerwear, yeah. which I guess I can get into now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I again I <laughs> because of the time warp craziness, I don't remember if I said this earlier in the episode or not. Yep. Who knows? Uh, so I apologize if this is being redundant, but I definitely see outerwear um, as like going out attire, not not specifically as in like oh it's sexy, it's sleek. I mean it can be. You know, what is this like you know 2012 camel overcoat? You know, <laughs> with with tan shoes action. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I definitely see it because, you know, a lot of the places we frequent now are, like, you know, outside bars. Um, it's kind of a problem, you know, when it rains. I think a couple of weeks ago we were like, shit, it's, it's raining. A lot of places we go to are small inside, big outside, and it's raining. So what are we going to fucking do? We're going to cancel our whole evening. Um, but uh, typically when it's not raining, you know, we're outside and it's getting kind of cold. And, you know, it dips into, like, the low 50s or maybe even high 40s, depending on if there's wind or, or whatever. And so... Being outside kind of requires some kind of outerwear, you know, to feel comfortable. Obviously, being LA, we're most likely fine wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Most people there are in t-shirts and jeans, or even shorts mm. for some crazy people. Crazy people. But it's just nice. I mean, dude, to I, like I also, lean into it. I also have yeah. to say, when I again, you know, we'll get more into this in the, the bonus episode. But when I was in Boston, it was yeah. insanely cold most of the time. A lot of times, it was in the twenties. Uh, most people were bundled up, but I still saw, like, the, I guess, yeah, the New England equivalent of that, which were guys who were just wearing jeans and, like, a thin, like, fucking, like, Bruins hoodie or something. And that was Hell it. Hell yeah. And I'm like, how do you do this, man? Yeah, they're, they're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Or they're, or they're, they're, they're literally built for it, so. They're built for you know. it, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, even though I, I'm, I know I'm fine with even just a suit, you know, it's not, I'm never, like, that cold, it's it's just it just makes sense to lean into the vibes like it's it's quote cold out so I I get to wear my outerwear and as some of you know I have a lot of, of fun outerwear um, I've written a couple articles about it before but this current iteration which is why we're doing the episode was like oh I should highlight some of the stuff I haven't talked about before because before I had like a Mackinac which MJ has it's kind of a shorter length one um, but yeah right now. On the subject of, of like military stuff, I had like M forty three, kind of wear it, and it's kind of similar to a peacoat. You know, the collar is not as big, the length is like you know right up right at your middle or slightly longer than the middle of your thigh. You know, I've got stuff like that. I've got my leather jackets. Um, I've got my jungle jackets that I sometimes wear over you know over my sport coats, but it's not the same thing because hmm. the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I haven't talked about some of the newer stuff that I have that are bigger. Um, and so my first real overcoat. Um, well, I guess we do do a history lesson. I used to have a, like, um, I used to love heroes, you know, Siler would wear this overcoat, um, you know, with a black, with a black plain, uh, ball cap and this black overcoat with a black hoodie, very early two thousands or sorry, late, late aughts, uh, kind of fit. Uh, I got like a black coat from that. I used to love, you know, again, Sherlock during when I was in college Hmm. or in high school right before it. And I like got this Calvin Klein gray. I think MJ might have that one too. I don't know if he does. No, maybe not. Maybe I give that to to, like Adam or something. But um, 
kind of had like this gray Calvin Klein. I, I'm pretty sure it's like a wool blend, but it's kind of like an Ulster coat or like a very long length pea coat. You know, it's got like the uh, the Ulster collar and like, you know, three rows of buttons. Um, and I, I think I have some photos of me wearing them uh, on the blog post. But those weren't, you know, those were okay. Um, but as I got into like vintage, you know, everyone knows I got into true vintage, you know, right after I got, fell into hashtag menswear or like <laughs> Tumblr fashion. Um, those don't really didn't go with it. And my whole thing is about finding a cohesive, natural fit. And while these coats are fine, like MJ's able, MJ has a black moleskin one and it's, it's totally fine. You know, he gets to wear it, you know, especially with like um, with black tie, which is what a black overcoat would probably be best worn with. I knew I wanted something more dramatic, something longer length. Um, and so my first one was a brown 1940s Balmacan. It has raglan sleeves, a really big collar, which is, it's from the 40s, uh, from curly clothes. And so it contrasts mm. against like the 50s and 60s ones you see on Mad Men, which have smaller collars. You know, nothing nothing wrong with that. Those are probably more ivy, but I wanted the big one. And what's funny now is that the Balmacan is like the... the uh, <laughs> the coat you yeah. know i think we, we we talked about earlier with like the 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 abercrombie dad coat you know rubato has a coat or something or permanent style has a coat you know lots lots of places are adret has a fucking overcoat that's a balmacan yeah. style and so it's like i not saying i was ahead of the curve i just this thing has existed for 100 years but i i love it and i got it in 2017 after my interview with ascot chang i was feeling good about it and so i, I went to paper moon vintage which is my favorite one of my favorite vintage stores up here and i bought it and what's really funny is that i got it for like 80 bucks because in la people don't buy coats and so that's right you know they're usually stores don't even like carry them you know yeah because no one's no one's gonna fucking buy them you know Uh they they might carry them just to have them uh for like the one guy who's visiting and that guy was me at paper moon and i (laughs) bought it and i i love wearing it it looked good with ivy it looked good with 40s clothing it looks good with a fedora i think i said earlier in the episode that i i tend to wear my fedoras with overcoats because it kind of just makes more sense. Like like a hat with a with a suit is like okay, but like the coat is like okay. Everything is kind of working toward protecting yourself from the elements and just it just makes more sense. I think the added volume makes sense with the added volume to your noggin, you know, echoing, mm. you know, this this thing here. Um, but yeah, so that was a really big one, and I I wore that a lot. And I didn't buy a new coat for like five years because like <laughs> why would I why would I need that. Um, and then I was hanging out with Chris, and we went to this vintage store in um, in Orange, in downtown Orange. It was not Joyride, but they had a duffel coat, and in a similar way, it's a vintage Gloverall. I don't, I don't know. It's like it's not the super long one. This one kind of goes just at my knees, mm-hmm. um, and I know that there are longer versions of it. Um, but and it's a navy blue one. It's nice. It's plush. It's maybe a little bit oversized because like the shoulders are big, but I, it's that's perfect for layering. I got that for like fifty bucks at the at this vintage store, you know, and that was my favorite. You know, I kind of it's kind of funny because it was at like the tail end of like my trad stuff. You know, like I think everyone has kind of said that like my my Ascot Chang era was kind of like my most Ivy. You know, I was kind of like dressing a little bit quote safer but still vintage, and that was kind of like you know trad Ivy trad was kind of the way there. Plus Drake's was like popping off, and mm-hmm. Drake's also had their own version of the of the duffel coat that didn't have a hood. Um, and so kind of always wanted one, didn't feel like going on eBay for it. And then I saw one in person and I, I wear that a lot too. Kind of like Spencer. It's been fun to wear that with like jeans and cowboy boots. Although typically when I wear it, I play it straightforward. So I wear it with like, I, you know, button down collars. Um, I try and do English with it with like sweater vests, you know, gray, gray Prince of Wales plaid suit. 
Um, and yeah, that one's really cool if I really want to be, you know, to do a different vibe than my Bell McCann. And again, those those were it. Those I, I bought that in 2020, uh, the, the, the duffel coat. And then two years later, I go into a Salvation Army and I see a damn polo coat. Uh, it is, you know, it is... It was 20 bucks. It's probably a size too big for me. The shoulder pads are, the shoulders go wide off my bone, but it is like Slide perfectly 80s. Yeah, so it, it's so 80s, 90s. You know, I, when I wear it, it feels cool. You know, um, it's super long. It like, it goes like almost to like, it's like pretty, pretty much like mid calf length. You know, it's super long. It's, it's wool and cashmere. It's not super heavy. Um, but it is, you know, it's warm enough for me here. And of course, when I'm layering it, you know, with, with a turtleneck and sport coat, or I'm wearing it with a sweater vest, sport coat, or denim shirt, whatever, uh, it looks really good there. I've been enjoying wearing it with like Armani style outfits, kind of just playing into the 80s, 90s vibe of it. But of course, it looks good. It's like 40s clothing. Uh, it looks good with like a turtleneck. It looks good with like a hoodie. I've worn it. There was one time where I had to do like a, I had to wake up at nine o'clock and do an errand. And, uh, you know, people call it like a dog walking fit, you know, JT, shout out JTR on that. Um, but I did put on uh, some sweats. I put on the hoodie, put on some Birkenstocks, and then I put the coat on and I, you know, went out the door to drop off my car to get the windshield replaced. And, you know, that's kind of like a good, again, like, you know, Spencer, you know, you talk about like just throwing it on with whatever, like that's a good example of that. And the duffel coat, I feel like is a little bit, not too much for that, um, I, I've done the duffel coat. I've seen it when, like, when we go watch movies, because, like, you know, like, it's just it's that's one's a little bit more plush. And it's easier again with a mm. little bit of a shorter length. It's easier to move around. But the the pulp coat has been my favorite, and I'm glad we're recording this now after a time warp because I feel like at first when I first uh, did the initial version of this, I was wearing the polo coat a lot. Yeah. But I've I think since then I've kind of like been kind of like. Uh, paired it back a little bit and i've been kind of giving some love to everything now and you'll see a bunch of outfits there i mean all of them you know usually with some kind of headwear layering full suits it's just been really great um and then i get of course i then i have my um we talked about it already in our rainy day attire episode like four years ago uh Uh, but i do have the the block tech overcoat which is a balmacan style but it doesn't have a raglan sleeve it's literally just a shell um, I haven't worn that too much um, because it hasn't been truly rainy. And when it does rain, I've been wearing my Game Fair, my Barber yeah. Game Fair, which is a longer length one. Again, with that one is usually with Ivy Fits. Uh, it just again, it just makes sense doing that look with it. Um, and then I, I recently uh, rewaxed it or waxed it for the first time, so it feels super soft. You know, again, kind of like a leather conditioner. Um, and yeah, I've been I've been enjoying wearing all of those a, a lot. Um, and then lastly. I have my kimono, my super fussy kimono, which is not the Visfim one. I think I, I've replaced the Visfim one because my shoulders have gotten a little bit too big for that one. It, it doesn't make sense to have a kimono that is supposed to be oversized and fits too snugly on your arms. And so I got this one from Super Fussy. Shout out that those guys um, bought it at the flea market. Um, really great, 100% cotton, um, and it's extremely oversized. And while it's you know it was good early early, uh, early winter, or late fall, definitely you know too thin or not not enough to wear it right now but it's been really cool to wear that over some over some tailoring and it looks really cool as a bit element of saffron core makes me look like a fucking hogwarts professor or wow. something or or like a british professor and back in like the 1800s when, when you used to wear <laughs> robes when they were doing their their teaching or whatever yeah. um but yeah i love wearing it out i think you know thinking of like the vibes of your outfit when you you know and i just i i decide early on that i leave it in the car 
you know, then I'll wear it when we actually get to the bar at like, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. Um, and it's been really good to wear all of these out, you know, Bar Flores is outdoors, Capri Club's outdoors. Um, and, you know, it's it kind of, it's fun to see everyone else kind of also wear their own coats. I mean, all, all the girls and all of our friends, they also wear coats and they, they get a little cold. And so, uh, you know, it kind of, it's fun to match. And if you'll notice with them, just like myself, we're big drama queens. We love the big coats, the big collars and everything. Mm. So that's kind of like my, my theme with it. It's, it's a fun little challenge. And again, if I... If I was in New York, I'm sure I would, you know, or, or SF or something that I would definitely maybe be smarter with this. I would probably invest more money into more quality stuff. But again, all of these. Um, and if I had to invest, I probably would have only had one because, you know, overcoats are expensive. It's a lot of fabric to, to make this stuff. But it's L.A., you know, which probably means I should also just have one. But. Uh, they're so cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah. $20 polo coat, $50 duffel, $80 Balmacan. Why not? One coat closet and you never have to think about them. You know, it's nice. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's it's fun. And so, uh, but yeah, MJ, tell us about your your uh, outerwear My um, outerwear. collection. You said that so funny. Yeah. So I'm just kind of going over what Ethan has already talked about. Um, of course, the Banana Republic black moleskin uh, gets a lot of use. Um, also the beige, uh, the raglan sleeve trench, um, a little bit of a lighter jacket. Oh but, yeah. Um, I remember that one. Yeah. That's, a yeah, that was coat. a, yeah, that's definitely, that's like a hundred percent cotton. It's also like, it, it's not a bad, it's like a big fit, but like, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, like knee length, you know, but, but good, good collar on that, on that bad boy. That's a, yeah. That's like one of the few free things I've ever gotten just because they offered it to me. Okay, guys, they just said, hey, do you want this? And I said, well, it doesn't matter. They just, yeah, it's, it's a free thing. They gave it to me. It was a... Uh, I was like four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly a hashtag influencer didn't ha- thing. Or... Did, didn't have to post it. Didn't They didn't require nothing. They just said, do you want this? I said, sure. Sure. Just, just to if, be clear. All if right, you want ahead. to send it, he'll take it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I have both of those. Um the block tech, like Ethan said, um, uh, you know, pure function when we have our our bouts of rain or storms here in um, sunny SoCal. Um, and then after that, I have my, I, I recently came into a couple leather jackets, uh, the double rider, black double rider from Ethan. And then um, I picked up an A2 brown leather jacket uh, second hand as well and that's pretty much oh and, and then you know my lighter outerwear the uh, jungle jackets both regular regular fit have the Uniqlo oversized fit um, that you know again like pure function like a million pockets um, and then uh, I guess lastly would be the MA1 bomber um, mm-hmm. you know the green bomber i got off of ebay it's like it's like 80s i think um it kind of fits that like puffer puffer jacket function um because you know i don't really like wearing my puffer jacket even though i who does even though i keep it in my uh in my tote bag like you keep that thing on at all times yeah i usually (laughs) it's also there if i want to like give it to somebody like if like we're hanging out and like somebody else is cold and just hand them you know the uh pocketable uh mm. puffer jacket 
um, not sponsored, by the way, but nah. <laughs> it almost sounded like a sponsor spot. It kind of did. But yeah. But it's not. It's Just and we're not allowed to lie. Nope. Transparency. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, I don't know if you said before about the uh, the moleskin. I think you did. Uh, you know, the use with uh, black tie. Really, really enjoy. Doing oh, that. yeah. Um, I mean, quick, quick tangent on that. I mean, I love that we've all kind of used our overcoats. I mean, we none of us have the the Chesterfield or whatever yeah. the hell it is, right? With like the the velvet collar with the with the overcoat. Like none of us own that. Like, I'm sorry, Mr. Mark Chevalier, with your, you know, I mean, it's cool. Mark is a big vintage guy, and I think it's it's great to, to have the whole rig, but uh, none of us have that. And so no. uh, whenever we've had our black tie events, which we also organize ourselves, so it doesn't really matter anyway, um, we, we've been wearing, like, anything with it. MJ's probably the closest, because we've got actually a black overcoat with it. I've worn a duffel, which I feel like is the best one is because it's like it's navy and it's like more fun but it is yeah but it's like one of the more casual overcoats that's the other thing no but but i think that's why i like it because i feel like my balma my balma can i think it's because it's brown it doesn't work maybe the polo coat would be good with a with a with a tuxedo because i haven't done Mm. that yet but spencer i know you don't do that's right but spencer you've done the uh the uh your your trench coat which i real that one's really fun i, I like, like that, that one, one. yeah i've done the trench coat and the tweed overcoat um with mm. both of them and both of those are i mean it's the same thing as the duffel coat i guess kind of subverting the level of formality um but i mean yeah the but the, trench the, coat the, is like super practical and then the gray the, 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 the but the gray overcoat is also gray which is closer than brown to true, like formality like, yeah, yeah the, the like you know i always think about the uh the singing in the rain thing where he's wearing the the white overcoat um, yeah, that's also the other one you should do. People should do. Yes. <laughs> well, how many people own Either white black. overcoats? Do you think? Oh yeah, name them. Uh, Mr. White. Ju- I was gonna say Judge Whitey. <laughs> okay, Judge Whitey. Judge Whitey, Whitey presenting. Benta Bending Rodriguez. Okay. Um, uh, the white Jack White of the White Stripes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's we, it. We MJ, keep going. <laughs> um. I lost it. Oh, uh, Ethan mentioned <laughs> the 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 red Macna that um, you know, good good use to. That, I wish that was warm. bigger, man. I wished I, I would have kept it if that thing was just bigger, dude. Yeah. That that was, it's yeah, just it's, so small. It's the um, you know, it's it's the trend of Ethan's shoulders just not fitting anything anymore. Um, I know. He'll he'll tell you all about Ugh. it every time uh, I wear something of his. Um, uh, and I, yeah, and yeah, uh, I, I did want to talk a little bit about um, like the coats being a, um, a at least for me like a like a jacket or like sport coat replacement because um, oh yeah 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 it's you know like like we said before it doesn't get that cold over here that we need to bulk up um, uh, like regularly throughout the year or at least throughout the fall winter season. Um, mm-hmm. Because even when it gets to like, like, f- like fifty, forty degrees, like it's not that cold. Um, we just like, we just like like to lean into it because it's our only chance to. Because <laughs> the rest of the year, there's yeah. there's there's it goes away into the closet or into a box somewhere. It goes away. Yeah, it goes away. So um, you know, uh, I like to do a palette swapped. Um, you know. Uh, of like the meme outfit camel overcoat brown shoes with the uh 
with the uh, Banana Republic jacket. So it's yeah. like black coat, light light outfit underneath. Um, I just do a palette swapped Wario most days. That's my go to look. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the the third uh, Wario brother, I guess. Exactly. Um, is Spencer. <laughs> uh-huh. I have a, a hat that has an upside down S on it. My color is uh, brown. Oh boy, you dress like yeah. a turd. I'm dressed like a turd. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that, that that's my uh, that, that's my overcoat options. Yeah, yeah, and you'll see all of these photos and more in our in our and blog more. post. That's right, and uh, and you'll have to listen to you know about Spencer actually using them in the next bonus episode, which comes out. I mean, it's, it'll be the next episode you see after this one. Um, but yeah, I I really you know I enjoy big overcoats. I think you know we've we've gone through a phase where all you know outerwear was so small it was basically like mm. a long sport coat. You know mm. what I mean, like. Everyone, I think everyone listening to this probably remembers like the 2010s of, you know, yeah, again, like the camel overcoat, the, you know, the great coat, or sorry, the top, the top coat with like the short length. But I guess, yeah, as a nerd, as someone who's always into like the bad guys, you know, Siler, uh, and Sherlock's not a bad guy, but, you know, it's, uh, I mean, he is a bad <laughs> he's person. He's not a great guy, is what, yeah. you know, he's, he's not bad, but he's not great. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, all these guys. The village. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. All of these guys wear big overcoats, you know, and then of course Star Wars. Saffin Core is basically big overcoats, but in a in a more you know fashiony direction, a little bit of Asian mm-hmm. influence as well. Um, but yeah, I think people should embrace big outerwear. I think it's it's just more fun. You get to have more, you know, you get to literally have more fun with it because of the surface area of the fabric. There's just more of it. Um, and you know, go go thrift go thrift some stuff. Find some stuff. Everyone wants to look like a gnome core or what? what what's the other one? The like 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 the wet bandits or whatever. Yeah. Or gnome you know? Chomsky. Or gnome Chomsky. Yeah. Yeah. G n o a m. That's right. I don't yeah. think that's how you spell gnome. G gnome. Gnome. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think I'm I don't think any of us. Well, maybe Spencer, but like I think most of us are are good with our outerwear purchases. I, I, I mean, if I find like a fucking Chesterfield, you know, for black tie, hell yeah, I'd wear it. And I'd wear, and I'd wear that thing casually. Yeah, I don't you think know what I'm saying you, you feel me. You feel me? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of. Uh, well, this is hey the other episode, the other the other episode, the other thing I mentioned in the last cut of this episode, the the one thing that's still oh, okay, kind we're just of saying on, it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the last cut, uh, the last pilot, whatever. The one thing that I am kind of still on the look lookout for. Well, now I don't know. Now, well, <laughs> see, now that I have the pea coat, I, I talked about. I wanted the yeah. longer length one, which mm. I still think looks really cool. Uh, that I, I I believe it might be a great coat, but I'm not talking about the ones that they made with the the brass buttons. For officers, I'm talking about the ones that they made. I think during World War One, and then like in the 1920s, uh, that had still the same like black plastic buttons. It, it basically was just the the same pea coat, just cut uh, full length. And oh man, that would that would be sick. Like I like a full length coat with that cool collar stuff like that. I would love that. Um, but uh, I don't know. They're they're pretty rare, so I don't know if I'm ever gonna find one. Yeah, I I don't think I've seen one in person in a mm-hmm. while, and so yeah, I I mean I I don't think I have yeah very much for my myself in a similar fashion. I mean, if I saw like like a like a polo RL one to, to kind of get like the proper polo coat with like the turned back cuffs and 
the patch pockets or like mm-hmm. yeah like the because um, mine's just mine's basically like a tan double breasted overcoat uh, but I yeah. think I said this in the last cut as well. I think a navy overcoat d- d- in a double breasted, I think, would be cool because I don't have like a I don't have like a navy other than my duffel. I don't have like a long life navy one, and that's very forties. Um, I mean, again, I bought the one for Spencer ten years ago on eBay, and it was super cheap, and it did not fit me. And I'm you know I, I should take another picture now because I don't think I remember telling Spencer, "Hey, do you still have it?" And um, mm-hmm. I know I'm bigger now. He goes like, yeah, no, it's still too big on him. So I'm like, okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, like I said, well, it kind of works when I'm like layering up to hell underneath. But um, that that you, that's like one thing that I definitely can't just wear with like a sweatshirt or like a chore coat or something like that. And no to... one's going to buy it because uh, we live in California. <laughs> hey, Discord people, ask yeah, us. Discord. Uh, yeah, Listen honestly, we forget, we forget that the rest of the, you know, there's there's a world outside of California. Wow, that's true, know, and they've got crazy. money. Amazing, yeah. they got they got money. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I do want to say this: the Barber Solway, the belted long length oh, barber. Yeah, that is that is the actual that is the actual grail. A guy, an influencer, a mentor influencer, used to had one, but he was selling it for like seven hundred bucks, and I'm like, mm. yeah, wow. no. I mean, yeah, it's because the Solway doesn't exist. They don't make that anymore. They don't make yeah, them anymore. They don't make those anymore. Um, but it's like, you it's know, I think if you find one, it's probably, <laughs> yeah, not new. Yeah. Um, but there are people, uh, uh, if you find a Solway, it's probably from like the seventies, I think, because like they didn't really make them after that or, or something like that. So it's like, it's not just a cool jacket. It's also dedicated vintage. It's like a belt back where, yeah. you know, you see it like it is from a certain era and it, it, therefore it commands a certain price. So don't have that. Uh, MJ, any closing, any, any, any grails you got big outerwear wise? Keep them big, keep them long. Uh, just expanding my um my saffron court selection, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I guess I have the eighteen east, um, like knit purple knit uh, kimono. Yeah, that's kind of big. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah. It, it I don't think it fits exactly into like what we're the three of us are thinking of. Um, you know, because all all the other ones are just kind of like, um. I don't know. They're just like light layering pieces, like an overshirt, I guess. Um, less, yeah. le- less of like a coat or like a true, uh, true outerwear, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Coat. Well, hopefully yeah. this has all helped everyone decide to wear some big overcoats and have some fun yeah, with this, it. You can wear it time, out. This whole time we were trying to convince you guys because we know how, yeah. uh, how hesitant everyone is to wear overcoats. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you take it from guys who wear coats when it's fifty degrees outside. Uh-huh. Um, and I think you know everyone. Everyone looks at it practically, but on a serious note, I think everyone should have should have fun with their overcoats. You know, have some lean into some fun stylings. Maybe get something bold. Um, and you know, again, like us, we wear it out to the bars. It kind of makes it for a fun for a fun look. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I apologize if I said this earlier. Uh, in the time warp <laughs> but i uh, i remember i was at a bar me and mg were there and you know it was kind of a colder night and uh you know i see a guy wearing like a sport coat and like a scarf all bundled up and i'm like I'm, I'm wearing a coat i look cooler than you uh, me and mg were both wearing overcoats that day too yeah uh, we probably didn't look cool but it's fine we, we liked it so <laughs> we look cool to and ourselves. hey if you like it that's right. That's what this whole thing has been about. Uh, but if you like it so much, you can go to patreon.com slash style direction yeah. and give us $5 a month because you love us so much. Uh, $5 a month gives you access to our Discord as well as our backlog of bonus uh, bonus episodes where we talk about movies. This next one will be about holdovers and Spencer's Boston trip. 
Um, yeah. So keep an eye out and an ear out for that one. Um, and $10 a month, you uh, get all of that. And we say your name at the end. So who who are we thanking? We should actually check now because we are in 2024. Yes. Uh, with the current... We are. Current year. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you go our, to, I you have go it. To, yeah, you got it. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so our 2024 uh, Sidecast Fanatics, uh, we have Shane Curry, Philip Regard, Henrik Wilberg, and Alexander Batten. Still the same four, baby. Thank you guys so much for your $10 a month. Uh, don't forget to go to a little bit of rest.com if you want to see the photos uh, of right, all of photos. these, uh, all of these, uh, you know, outerwear stuff. And at the end of it, there is again a big section of us hanging out in our coats because that is what we wear them for. Because uh, we will be inside anyway <laughs> for, if we're not doing that. Um, yeah, we're going to. You prison. can follow. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you can follow the podcast at Style and Direction. We post cool photos on there, uh, clips of the podcast. I mean, you're already listening to this. So maybe you don't need that, but you should follow it anyway. Uh, you can follow me at Ethan M Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO. I'm at Oya MJ. And we will see you guys next time. Uh, bye bye. Bye bye.